Hello, everybody. What up, what up? Hope everybody had a good weekend. Hope everybody got to relax, enjoy some time, and watch monsters fight each other. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about it. I'm like, oh, I can't say anything yet because we're not recording. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering, like, because <laughs> I was wondering if, what we should talk about first. Like, because I think we could talk about both a lot. Um, let's do Godzilla first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You, you sure? You sure? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. You sound a little hesitant for a second there. I wasn't sure. But... I mean, a little bit. Like, I could go. Like you said, I could go. Uh, but I actually have more notes for Solo, so. <laughs> so I also have more notes for Solo. <laughs> I don't know if that's some, in, that's some bias coming in there, but. So I watched it with my roommate, and she's, like, one of the one of the people who who like don't mind Force Awakens and stuff because like they didn't start with being fans first mm -hmm. um, or she didn't start start out that way um, so she's she's like oh yeah I'm sorry. It, was, it was good um, and so she was asking me if I like Solo better or Rogue One better and I was like, well, I mean, Solo's the kind of movie that is, like, pure fan-pleasing. Yeah. <laughs> We're married to, like, we, it's more likely to do well, I guess, because it has characters that we know. Right. As opposed to Rogue One, which is a little bit more risky because we don't know who anyone is. Yeah, we have no ties to any of those characters, that's true. Yeah, and for that, I think Rogue One is more impressive. Yeah, I was thinking, I was like, I think I like Rogue One a little bit more, um, but can't lie about Solo being more fun. Uh, that's exactly what I said! <laughs> I said Solo <laughs> was fun. Rogue One is, is different. It's not yeah. supposed to be fun. Like... Right. Solo right. is for for us to be joyful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fixing that light. <laughs> yeah. Is it too bright now? Should I put it back where it was before? Um. No. I guess it just matter. It'll matter once the sun starts going down. Um. Because you're you're probably getting some lighting to your room from your window, right? Uh, a little bit. Not really. I just turned the light down. Bit. Okay. So it's not like spotlights on me. <laughs> oh man. Your favorite but... sea of see through films. Oh gosh. <laughs> no, the middle sea of see through films. The what sea? The middle sea. The middle sea. I'm the middle sea. Yeah, you're the middle sea. Why am I the middle sea? Because the other, because the other C's are taller. <laughs> like, wait, I know how we can sell this. Which C is purple? <laughs> Which C is I don't remember, actually. I'm pretty sure I made the first C purple. <laughs> oh, so I'm number one. <laughs> my, 
my desire to be nice is now coming back to bite me in the ass. I think you're the middle C. <laughs> I probably am. The, I think I'm actually the middle C. But it's okay. Well, 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 we won't think about that too much. Um, so, okay. Well, do you want to go ahead and get started? Um, if people come in while we're doing some um, talking about Kong, they can. Um, and then, you know, we can get right into we can get right into Solo. Do we know, do we remember what we are watching for this upcoming week since the Mortal Kombat got pushed back a week? Uh, what? <laughs> yes, of course. Of course I know. Because, of course she knows as we both check the schedule to because, look. Yeah, and I, I don't even need to check the schedule and... It's not what you're doing right now. It's not what I'm all. doing right now, and you you might think that I'm stalling, but I, I am doing exactly not that um, mm -hmm. because, mm -hmm. like I said, <laughs> mm -hmm. I know the schedule. Just remember to close your browser when we start recording. <laughs> what browser? I have no browser open. Um, yeah, I can see it literally reflecting off of your off of your <laughs> off of your face and your glasses. Um, okay, <laughs> so we're doing uh, according to the schedule uh, our season finale, even though it's not quite our season finale because we're going to throw in um, Mortal Kombat just just for because. Because is right, but next week is actually our it's pirates. Yeah, is yeah. next week pirates? Oh man! Yes, next week is our season finale recording um, because we're recording the season finale of season. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's not really over until May eighteenth because that's when we're gonna put out our last episode. Oof, a whole that's over a month away from us right now. Yeah, we're totes ahead of schedule. That's kind of cool. <laughs> um, For some reason, my Google Drive isn't opening, so I can't even check if I want it to. That's irritating. So I guess I'll have to figure that out later. Whatever. Um, um, but yeah, so we're we're going to record next week, and then after that, we're going to take a break. Because we're going to be on vacation, and because Mortal Kombat is a jerk and decided to be delay itself. Yeah, um, I mean, it was we were already pushing it because we were going to extend our recording just so we could include it, and then it got pushed out. So we're we're, we're just like, you know what? We're just going to take a break. One, we we're going to take two weeks, but we're going to take one week. Then we're going to do Mortal Kombat, and then we're going to take another week, and then we're going to start season two. Yep. But season two huh. doesn't start until June. <laughs> <laughs> officially, yes, right. officially. We're just a month so. ahead of when we're posting the videos, which is nice. Right. But I mean, that's a good thing. I mean, like for the people at Twitch, y'all get to all see us way in advance. And you get to watch it in chronological order. <laughs> that's also true, because we do not air these on YouTube or Facebook, like in the order of recording. Yeah. And Rogue One really got kicked around, but we brought it back. 
Rogue One is still this month, I think, right? We were going to kick month? it to like week five in season two, but we brought it back. Mm-hmm. So now it's going to be um, next week, I think. Yeah, we're going to put it next week. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, because Pirates doesn't need to update immediately, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So, all right, well... Cool then. Well, let's go ahead and get into some. Uh, do you need to look at your notes again for before we start talking about Kong? Yes. <laughs> do you? No, I. I basically, it's all got imprinted into my soul. I think so. I, I might want to like like glance at it while we're while we're like talking, but mm. um, I think I could follow your lead. I'm probably gonna just agree with you because we're usually on the same page. Except for when it comes to Justice League. <laughs> and that, <might laughs> that we can't agree. <laughs> Is that the That's only time true. we didn't agree? Justice League? No, we didn't agree on um, uh, Better Watch Out. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which is like our second episode. That was a long time ago. We, we've already made up, so. <laughs> right? <laughs> So I, I am curious to see what you think about um, Godzilla versus Kong, though. Um, I, I, I'm, I'll be very interested to hear what you have to say. So yeah, let's go ahead and get right into it. Okay, uh, just a reminder again that you are going to be opening and closing for both shows today. I'm like on a real vacation here. <laughs> I know, right? We haven't done it. Wasn't that good for a while. I have to do one next week. Yeah, and for pirates too. Yeah, that's the one next week. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The last one. All right. Um, All right, here we go. Ready? Yep. Okay, recording in three, two, one. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is an open discussion with C3 Films. My name is Chris, and this is... Cheryl. And today we are going to be talking about the grudge match of the century, lizard versus monkey, Godzilla versus Kong. Who is king? Who is the true ruler of all the kaiju? I mean, all of the giant monster creatures in this film. So we are going to delve into spoiler territory here. So if you haven't seen the movie, go and watch it and then come back and watch us talk about it. But without further ado, let's go ahead and just jump right into it. Um, I know that Cheryl and me are both on the same page when it comes to who we personally have a stake in when it comes when we're going into this movie. So we're not going to disagree this time. We are firmly in the camp of Godzilla whoop that monkey. But for the sake of just being or trying to be impartial, let's go ahead and just talk about like the movie as a whole and the treatment of both Godzilla and uh, Kong. What did you think? Um, I, so initially, I thought it was interesting the way they opened it. I, I kind of liked the way they kind of fill us in with with the, you know, while they're doing the titles. They, they kind of mm-hmm. give us, like, some background information about how um, they're, like, ancient enemies and, and stuff like that. And kind of filling in the gaps of what has happened since then. Like, they had had like a like a seed like a tournament (laughs) which is kind of cool and stuff so um the other thing that i thought was cool about the opening was for king kong 
and how like they made him seem like like he's just a regular guy living his day living his day to day life until like things get like you know kind of concerning and then things are revealed about how he's actually in a habitat um stuff mm-hmm. like that i think that it was interesting that they painted king kong as kind of more of a human this time around as opposed to skull island they gave him more of a they gave him more humanity than they did in skull island which right. i kind of liked but i didn't like is that they painted Godzilla like the enemy, like he's a bad guy and that he was going to be the villain of the movie. And I was like, no, 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 no. I know they're going to fight, but that doesn't mean that Godzilla has to be the villain. And so I didn't really like that. I didn't think it was fair. I think it was more about King Kong than it was about Godzilla, even though we all know that Godzilla is better. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny that you mention that because like... When I got done seeing the movie, I ended the I ended the movie and I turned to my roommate and I I literally said to her that this feels more like a Kong sequel than a like kind of Godzilla and Kong sequel. Like it really does feel as if the movie is um, framed from the perspective of Kong being the main the main character and our main hero, so to speak. And Godzilla kind of being that antagonistic force that he eventually is going to come up against, even though Godzilla has had two movies up until, up, at the, up until this point to kind of establish Godzilla as a character within this world and this, in this universe. Um, and part of me feels like they might have done that because Skull Island takes place in like the 70s. And these movies are now taking place in the present day. So we haven't seen Kong for so much. And Kong did have one movie while Godzilla had two. So... That's why we have all this backstory with what's been happening with Kong since the 70s um, to kind of fill us, fill us in. Because there's, if you think about it, there's a lot of things that happen with Kong as far as story-wise that happened off screen. Because last time we saw Kong, he was on the island um, and he was free. So between then and now, we have this new scientist and this new child. And we've heard that Kong is captured. And we heard that all of the natives on the island, that on Skull Island, were all wiped out and killed. And all that stuff happens off screen. So that's a, that's a little bit of an interesting way of dealing with it. But so I don't, I don't know how I feel about it overall, but when I ended the movie, I had the same thought that it felt like more of a Kong sequel rather than a kind of sequel to both of these characters. I think the problem with it though, is that if you're coming at it from a neutral perspective and um, maybe not even having seen the other movies first, it makes you want to root for King Kong because they really paint Godzilla as like more of an enemy figure, even though, you know, they do end up teaming up at the end. Um, but for until then, King Kong is, I mean, not King Kong, Godzilla is painted as the enemy, even to the people in the movie. Right. Which is also strange because, so this is going to start leading, we're going to start jumping around a little bit. Um, This leads me to one of my issues with the film, which is the human characters for Godzilla's side, like Millie Bobby Brown and her dad, literally do nothing that affects the plot for basically the entire movie up until the very last moment, just so that they can glitch you know the final boss and this is a spoiler so we're just gonna we're we're, we're getting right into it so they can glitch uh mecha godzilla 
That's literally the only thing they do. If you remove those characters from the plot, there's there, it, nothing changes up until that specific moment. So, and it feels very imbalanced because you have the human element that's associated with Kong and they are very much involved with Kong. And that's why it feels more like Kong's movie because we have these emotional connections to these characters. But Millie Bobby Brown's character who has stake in Godzilla in the King of the Monsters movie, doesn't even get to really even look Godzilla in the eye in this movie. So it's just that kind of disconnect. And I, I had this feeling that's like you and your dad, your characters are basically just in this movie just to show us that this is a universe, a universe film because you really don't do anything for the plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like most of it is really just there so that we could be told. I mean, I, I was gonna point this out. There's a lot of exposition they're not yeah. very sly with it. I I felt like I didn't know what was going on. The only reason why I would know what was going on is by like rewinding it and actually listen to what they're saying. But if you don't like pay attention to it, it's not done through visual explanation. It's just like people talking, explaining what's going on, and then there's a fight scene, and then they talk more about what's going on, and there's a fight scene, and a lot of the explanation that's happening is coming from the characters at Apex. The, um, mm-hmm. uh, what's her name? Madison and, and Tapwater and Bernie. <coughs> they're all, like, just snooping around, and their snooping around is like they're not even just snooping around and then finding out things. They're snooping around and then saying what they're figuring out. Oh, you mean you mean they're having their Stranger Things moment? Because yeah. uh, that's the, all I thought about when I saw her like going around with the the um, like their little group and them being like two kids and one kind of loony adult walking around getting into like highly secure facilities, basically just walking through the front door. And side, little side note, I had three major issues in this movie. And I'm gonna just, I'm gonna, since we're here, I'm just gonna bring them up right now. One, when you get into a cargo container with no seat belts, no seats, and it's going at over 600 miles an hour, you're not okay. All right, there, like you have literal people that have to train to move to to be in a vehicle that moves at that speeds. Like I was like. Oh. I don't think you guys should be okay. And then second of all, um, when they were talking and trying to get Kong to go to like the center of the earth or the the place where all the other giant creatures are from. And I love how they're waiting for the girl to like tell Kong to go. And then when it's almost like they don't expect Kong to like listen to them. But the moment that Kong starts going, they're all like, oh, wait a second. We have to all get in our ships. Run, 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 run. It's like, you guys were just... Like, sitting there prepared to leave for when he actually did say yes. I mean, you know, it feels really bad because now you might lose him. Fortunately, you caught up, but that felt very dumb. And then the last thing that really bothered me was the villain character in the movie, the 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 woman that was from, I forget her name, but she was from um, Baby Driver, and she was also in um, Hobbs and Shaw, the daughter of the main villain in the movie, the guy main villain. Um, when she accomplishes her goal, uploads the thing, and then jumps in the ship, and they're about to leave, they actually shoot at Kong. And I'm like, why are you shooting at Kong? You just want to get out of here. And like, when you shoot at him, it's going to call his attention to yourself. And that's exactly what happens. And then Kong looks at them, grabs them, and then crushes them. And I was just like, okay, there's a lot of dumb choices that are made in this movie. (laughs) 
I thought that was an accident because they were trying to shoot at one of the like bat things. Oh, maybe, maybe. I feel like when I was watching it, she said something like hit him or something like that. And then they shot Kong and it's like, guys, just <laughs> no, just 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 go by, yeah. fly into the hole. You're still screwed because you got Godzilla on the other end of that hole. But whatever. Um, there's a point. I think the movie is a very fun movie, but there's a lot of dumb things that happen in the movie that you have to turn your brain off to fully enjoy. Yeah, I I even don't really see the point of that character at all, like being the daughter. Like she could just be some lady, um, right? Who's who happens to be in charge? But I, I don't know why they had to throw in like I'm the daughter. You know, again with the exposition there, um, mm-hmm. because it doesn't really increase the motive for her doing whatever she's doing. True. Um, I also didn't like the her father's character because he was very like one dimensional. He's nothing. Just one dimensional. <laughs> he just like wants to do bad thing and that's it. Like there's no layers, there's no complex thinking about it. He just like, no, I wanna build a big guy. <laughs> well, they they have the implications of a complex plan. Like the idea is that Godzilla is um an apex predator which is why they named their apex is also on the nose their idea is that they want to be a the the apex predator so they're really trying to create something that can supplant godzilla as king of the monsters so that they don't have to be under the rule of these giant these giant creatures in this world so you could argue that his motivation is to protect humanity but they don't even like really play with that that much if it was more of this thing of like hey look you guys don't understand we are literally just waiting for Godzilla to just have a bad day and then we're screwed. Like Godzilla might have left us in peace, but if he decides one day that he just doesn't want to deal with us anymore, we're just we're sitting ducks. So what we're doing is literally just trying to make us way that we can defend ourselves if in case Godzilla does attack us. And then you have believable motivations and the hint of the plan is there, but they don't really like lean into that aspect of it. It leans more into what you were saying where he's kind of like I'm the evil guy and we will be the true apex predators on the planet. And not so much, I want to protect us because we could literally die if this thing decides to turn against us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like they could have done a lot better with that character in general. And like the plan and the motivations just could have been a little bit better executed, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But just everything about Apex is just <laughs> From, yeah, like you said, like the about the transport to Hong Kong and that cargo thing. But mm-hmm. it's not just even that. It's just the the fact that they got in there. There was like no security. They just walked right in. There was no like it wasn't hard. And then like they were just delivered to the exact space in Hong be. Kong for them to discover um Mecha Mecha what is it? Mecha Godzilla. Mecha Godzilla. I said the same thing. I was like, "Oh, it's Robo Godzilla." <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, Mecha Godzilla. Come on. That's a reference. That's actually a character from the old stuff. The old show show era of like uh, those monster movies, you know, Mecha Godzilla is a classic thing back back from those old movies. So yeah, not Robo Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> you get it right. I mean, Robo Godzilla sounds more fun. 
No, it doesn't. You're, you're wrong. Mecha in front of everything just sounds cooler. Like Mecha Sonic, Mecha Godzilla, Mecha Mecha. It doesn't make. Doesn't even matter. It just does. So, okay. <laughs> point is, sure. Yes, you're right. They get delivered right to where they need to be with like no issue whatsoever. Um, and then they don't even get seen when they're down there having to run from the skull crawlers, and the guy like saves them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like basically they were our guide to discovering everything that Apex is doing with no consequence. Right, exactly. But they don't physically, like they themselves are exposition basically. Mm -hmm. They are vehicles for exposition because they don't actually influence the plot at all, Mm -hmm. except for one moment at the very end of the film and it's barely anything. Like it's so um, inconsequential that you could have just written that, that, uh, Mechagodzilla had a glitch that um, occurred at just the opportune moment because he destroyed like the building that was like powering him. Like there's there's other there's like so many ways you could have ri- written around that one moment that they actually had a that they actually had um, an effect on that they c- they really didn't need to be there, but they serve as the exposition for us as the audience, and that's it. Yeah. Um, but that aside. I really liked the fight scenes. I really liked mm-hmm. um, that they actually showed us the fight scenes this time because they did a pretty bad job with that in the previous movies where we were just seeing a lot of human stuff and like whatever was going on with the humans and like the the fighting is just in the background. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought it was cool that the um, Godzilla and Kong were able to like have a fight and we could see that communication between them like we could tell what they're thinking just from like they're not talking so it's the the very coveted show not tell thing that they didn't do in the rest of the movie mm-hmm. but I, I really enjoyed the the fight the fir- their first fight um, in the ocean because that was cool that was like no way is Kong gonna win <laughs> yep, that's what I was like. I was like, "Yo, bruh, you you on my turf right now? You have no chance." He can swim and he can breathe underwater. And Kong, you can just stand there on the boat, that right? one little like, boat that is only big enough for you to sit on. <laughs> yeah, Godzilla's literally trying to drag you underwater and drown you. <laughs> like you cannot even try. But I love how they make sure that you know that these like creatures like. They they're very personable. Like they have personality, which I thought is great. Um, and they, but they want you to they want to make sure that you know that they are jerks. They don't care about people. Kong literally picks up a jet and throws it, and there's a person in the jet when he throws it. They do not care about killing people, which we're going to get more into in a minute. But they literally do not care. So I love that. It's like okay, they're the heroes. But they really couldn't care less about any of the humans except for like the one or two they care about. Right. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's true. It, their motives aren't really about protecting people. It's just more about being the alpha creature. Mm-hmm. And consequently, the, because they don't care about the humans, it makes them seem like the hero, I guess you could say. 
Yeah, I mean, because they're the main characters of the film, which is fine. Um, there, there's one part where I was even questioning if some of the humans cared about each other. Like the father of Millie Bobby Brown, I was like, do you care about your daughter? Do you know where your children is? <laughs> like, seriously, she gets in a, a thing that takes her all the way to Hong Kong. And yes, it's moving pretty quickly, but he even gets on a plane where he has to go to Hong Kong. And throughout that entire time, he doesn't know where his kid is. Like he's texting her and everything. And it's just like, dude, your child is literally missing. Right? <laughs> Call the cops. Like, you know where she might be because she's been talking about um, basically telling him what she's investigating or what she's like looking into and the guy that she's listening to the podcast. So if he, mm-hmm. he, he could, he could connect the dots. <laughs> Right? No, exactly. He certainly could. But, you know, whatever. That's not the point. Like you said, the point is like Godzilla and Kong and the fights. And I also agree with you. I really enjoyed the fights in the movie. Um, I was surprised that we got clear winners um, in each fight. Because so often in these movies, they try to make it seem like it's a a draw. But we got three rounds, basically. Like, it really was kind of almost like a cage match or something, where it's round one, two, and three. They and the rounds the went... <laughs> they even yeah. say, like, oh, uh, is, what is it, 2-1 or 1-2 or 1-1? One, one. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, 1-1. <laughs> so, yes, and we, so we know Kong loses his first fight, and then Kong goes to the magical world of the Upside Down and is able to, like, find... Thor's magical axe, and then is able to use that to fight against uh, Godzilla when he literally jumps through a hole in the center of the earth that takes him back to the regular, to back to Hong Kong, where poor Hong Kong, because that place is basically extinct after this fight. Mm -hmm. But what did you think when we got to like that fight and you saw like Kong basically using his electrical, electrical axe to basically fight Godzilla? Exactly what you said. It was like Thor's hammer. And I was like, what is, what is this? Like, why do they have... Th- I mean, I thought it was cool that someone had a weapon. And I thought, mm-hmm. like, I guess, like, it helped him stand up against Godzilla, but not quite. <laughs> right? That's because Kong's real ability... Like, Godzilla has the ability to breathe fire or breathe, like, laser breath, whatever you want to call it. But... Kong's real ability is the ability of the opposable thumb. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> and agility. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I love... So one of the things I had fun doing in this movie was I dubbed over all of Kong and Godzilla's dialogue with my own. So whenever <laughs> they would, like, be looking at each other and roaring, I'd be like, I ain't scared of you. Yeah, we'll bring it, punk. Roar! And I was like playing with my action figures while watching this movie. And I think that's when the movie is the most fun. I'm so glad I wasn't with you. <laughs> oh man, you would have had more fun with the movie. I would have had you rolling, like quite literally. Even when that moment, when the third fight happens and Kong's on the ground and Godzilla's stepping over him and like yelling at him, like get in line. And, and Kong's like, I ain't scared of you. And Godzilla's like, I like you. I'll let you win. <laughs> I like you. I like you. <laughs> um okay (laughs) yeah maybe if we were together you'd be like okay i'll be calling you be godzilla (laughs) right (laughs) 
Oh man. So yeah. So that I think is I I think that what you said about them being really personable and and showing those interactions are the only reason I can even do that in the first place because you can tell what they're thinking um, without them. They don't speak English. They don't use dialogue, but you know exactly what both creatures are feeling. I did have a problem with the first fight though because I thought well I thought that the the fight was cool but how like mm. it ended was dumb because they're like turn everything off <laughs> cuz like apparently Godzilla has short range scanners or something so he could tell like he could tell what like living beings are there like it just didn't make sense how them turning all the boats off would make Godzilla not sense Kong there anymore. Well, it wasn't that he didn't sense Kong. The point of turning everything off was to show that they were bending a knee. Um, mm. Basically saying we're not going to fight anymore. So, like, and they made this clear in, like, King Clash of the, or King of the Monsters, where it's not always about just killing the other, the other creature. It's about dominating the other creature. And as long as you submit, you get to live. So, Kong lying on that helicarrier and not moving and godzilla looking at him like you good and godzilla being like y'all don't want it godzilla's like good and then leaves <laughs> <laughs> so the thing was though if they had like if if kong had gotten back up or if they had turned off everything turned on everything again and made it look like they were ready to fight some more godzilla would have come back and killed them and that was their that was their argument all right okay i'll bye <laughs> <laughs> so then so we talked about the main fights what about the final fight where they actually team up we all knew it was going to happen it happens in these versus movies every time by the time mechagodzilla shows up and is staring down godzilla and um kong is basically inspired by the little girl to say hey look godzilla's not the enemy go help him go help him fight like how do you think they handled the final fight of the movie i thought they did a good job um i didn't have any problems with it i was pretty much enjoying it so i don't really have anything bad to say um i thought it was cool like i i, I like how they did have an actual moment of teamwork and, mm -hmm. and i know that they they were like you know taking turns and stuff but they actually did something together which i thought was cool and that was when godzilla shoots his laser at the axe which gives it a boost so he wasn't like well, I'm going to take a hit on this guy. It was more like, I'm going to um, give you a boost so that you could do the final blow. Right. Yeah, and I feel like, so I, I'd be really curious about how different fans of these creatures feel because if you're a Kong fan, I could see you being disappointed with the fact that Kong loses, like, definitively. Because um, Godzilla literally wins the last round with his foot on Kong's chest. And Kong can't even like get up and is literally about to die until they're able to like, you know, use their um, Chekhov's gun to save him. And so when and then if you're a Godzilla fan, you're probably happy about that. But you're probably not as happy with the fact that Godzilla didn't also get to get any final blows in on Mechagodzilla. So like, did you feel like you, you said that you liked the fact that Godzilla charged the, the axe up, which I like, too. Um, but did you feel like you wanted to see Godzilla also getting some hits in with Kong as they both dismantle Mechagodzilla together? Or was it fine that it was just all Kong in that moment? 
I think he did, like, he had a lot of, um, good blows, I guess, like, while they were fighting together. I did see that Mm -hmm. Godzilla was still putting in his fair share of blows on Mechagodzilla, so I, I don't think I was disappointed with the final battle, especially since he won. <laughs> like he had, he was fighting Mechagodzilla by himself after fighting King Kong. So I, right. you know, he's he's tired. He needed like a, a nuke or something to like recharge. Right. No, I mean, I love how like. Even at the end of that fight, after Kong beats Mechagodzilla, Kong just finds a, finds a building and just falls down. Like, man, I can't do this no more. <laughs> I need a break. Yeah. Um, so I think the movie is. I think the movie is fun. I don't think it's like. I don't think it's necessarily a good movie, but I do think that it is an absolutely fun movie. And if you go into the movie and you turn your brain off, you'll you'll have a good time. I mean, it's a monster movie for fighting. It's an action destruction movie, and that is what you get. Um, and you know, I would—I I guess I didn't expect for the story to be that great because of that, and because the movies before it were also not that great. <laughs> Skull Island is great. Skull Island's a good movie. Go check sure. it out. Watch it again. I did watch it. I did see it, but anyway, (laughs) we can go into that. Um, I think that it was kind of just what you would expect from that kind of, like, that genre of movie. Um, And if you're you're looking for a deep story to be told, then you're looking in the wrong place. (laughs) Yeah, I agree there. The last thing that I kind of wanted to bring up was that I thought it was a missed opportunity. Um... I I understand I don't I understand why Hollywood does it I don't always love when they do it and we'll get more about this um, on our when we talk more on our Twitch channel but um, kind of a missed opportunity to have to not have the final conflict be in Japan instead of Hong Kong considering that uh, Godzilla you know his his birthplace is Japan he's a Japanese creature so it might have been really cool especially since he was victorious over Kong and they were fighting Mechagodzilla. It might it could have been kind of cool if they were actually fighting in Japan, but you know, Hollywood w- does want this to be in Hong Kong because they also want to be able to sell it to China and have it be successful overseas. So I understand why Hollywood does that, but to me that felt like a missed opportunity. Well, they also did the first one in Japan slash Hawaii. That's true. That's true. That might be why they decided, maybe they're like in the context of the story, they're like, we don't want to just destroy Japan. Again. <laughs> over and over again. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, we can go into that too. But um, I think it's okay uh, for it to have been in Hong Kong. That didn't actually bother me because it was still an Asian country. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not too, too far off from Japan, um, especially with like the way that the structures are, like the tall, very tall buildings. So yeah. I think it was, it, didn't, it just it didn't bother me. No, that's fine. And like, I think just at the end, um, I was, I just felt bad because they made sure they kept showing you that people were running. So the entire time during this fight, you were knowing that people are dying. And I'm thinking to myself, yo, Hong Kong is gone. Hong Kong is no more after this. Well, after all this the battle. buildings were like 
like they basically knocked down all of the buildings right <laughs> just like and that's why i was just like yeah these these they're not heroes we are fighting in the middle of a city of fully populated with people and we keep short cutting cutting to people running so we want you to know that people are still in this city oh yes people are absolutely dying there is so much destruction in this film but you can blame apex for building their godzilla attractor right in the heart of a big city <laughs> right which also goes back to how you started this whole thing where it does frame godzilla as more of as kind of more of a villainous role because it shows that even though apex did build their like kind of um homing godzilla beacon whatever Godzilla doesn't discriminate, doesn't like try not to destroy things. He just is like, I don't know where this is coming from. I know that it's here. And I know that there's things between me and there and me and there. So I'm just gonna destroy everything on the way there. <laughs> so it's like, all right, Godzilla. Yeah. So, I mean, he's a big guy. He can't like, he can't really suck it in and just like shimmy through the buildings, you know? Yeah, it's I not his right. fault. It's all apex. If Apex was somewhere else, it would have been nothing. Yeah, no, yeah, I guess that's fair. The other thing is that we never see Godzilla. Godzilla never tries to save anybody. We at least see Kong try to save people, like when they first get to that other world and those like kind of um, Rayquaza dragon creatures try to eat um, some of the people. They He actually goes and actively fights to protect them. So that also poises or positions him as more of a hero in that way too as far as it being a Kong movie. Right, but like we also mentioned, Godzilla doesn't have opposable thumbs, so... <laughs> you got a tail? <laughs> Whip that tail back and forth. Get that tail some work a little bit. Um, Whip it. But... Whip it real good. <laughs> <laughs> We're running up on time now. Is there anything else you want to mention before we close out? Uh, nope, I am good to go for this one. So, what did you guys think about uh, Godzilla? Have you guys seen it? Uh, did you like it? Did was it the was it the Clash of the Titans that you were that you had always been hoping for since you were a kid? Um, regardless, whatever you guys thought about it, comment below. Let us know. And while you're down there, if you give us a like, share, and subscribe, even if you don't, though, I have been Chris, and this has been Cheryl, and we will see you all next time. Okay, got it. <laughs> all right. The other thing I wanted to mention that I didn't want to mention on that video was the other reason that Hong Kong thing bothered me was because it's like, okay, Hollywood, you want to go out of your way to try to show things in Hong Kong so you can sell movies to China. But then when I'm looking through this film, I don't see any Asian actor in any type of main leading role. Like we get this one Japanese guy who is a, who is barely in the movie. He's basically a villain. Um, and then he gets, you know, and he gets, and he gets, he's not basically a villain. He is a villain and he gets killed off and so he does nothing. Um, and then I guess, we have, I guess we have the little girl. I mean, I guess the little girl is Asian. Um, but it just feels, it, it feels pretty weird because it's like you care, but you don't care. You care about making money, but you don't care about enough about it to like actually have somebody that is this nationality in a leading speaking part. Yeah, it's rough. It's, I mean, at least it wasn't like a great movie. <laughs> so I'd, I, right. it makes me feel a little bit better that like it's it's not like, I mean, yes, it was about the people, but it also wasn't was it? about the people. So it, it kind of didn't matter, but it's just, 
another one of those where like I don't want to talk about it, man. <laughs> no, I mean I feel you. I, I, I. It always just pops in the back of my head. It's not always important and it's not always necessary, but I can't help noticing those things because I that was one oh, yeah. thing I noticed, and the second thing I noticed was that you know the one main brown character that we have in the movie is a buffoon, and. That's like, remember what I told you about Star Wars? That was the thing yeah. I hated about Finn. It's like, what do you remember about the character? Oh, he made me laugh. I'm so I'm so over it. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, still gotta work on that diversity thing going <laughs> on. Um, it's definitely, like, it, it gets a little bit, like, tiresome to, like, always bring it up. But it, yeah. it's, it's, it's just... It's hard to watch a movie that has so many white people in it. <laughs> it really is like I now that we've been like choosing movies that have more diversity in it, it it like gets hard to watch. Like it's hard to not notice that like everyone's white in a movie or like all the important important people in the movie are white. Yeah. I mean and yeah, uh, it's 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 hard. Yeah, you're right. It's just hard to look past. Even in a movie like this where, like we said, let's be honest, the human the human characters don't matter. Um, the, the few that do are usually, or in this case of this movie, are all white. You know, minus the little girl and the brown the brown guy. I guess also the, you have that, the, the other kid that was traveling, traveling with Millie, the guy, the kid from Deadpool 2. The, uh, the, the kid with the um the kid that poured the alcohol tap water yeah tap water <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> fluoride <laughs> makes you more docile there's a movie um that i want us to see did you um did you uh look up or any information about the new stephen young movie um mirror mirror Minari. I believe it's called. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's Minari. Um, Minari. Um, I don't know too much about it. I saw the trailer. Um, and I I also wanted to do it, but it's not uh, available. Okay, when it gets available, let's try to keep our eye out for it because that's one movie I wanted to see too because I like Steven Yun, um, and I'm glad to see him doing more stuff that could be considered more mainstream or um, that has more of an eye on it, like outside of Walking Dead. He's got, um, he got nominated for Best Actor. That's awesome. That's really cool. So yeah, like, I'm glad to hear that. So yeah, like when that movie becomes available, let's check it out. Well, but yeah, uh, if, you, if you look at our Facebook posts, you would have known that. Um. <laughs> known what, that he was an Oscar? Sorry, I stay on Facebook for my own mental health. <laughs> <laughs> And now you all know who does the posting. <laughs> <laughs> Exposed. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I handle all the YouTube posts and I do go and I post on Fridays and I, I also do our video descriptions for Facebook and stuff like that. So it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> and and I was posting the videos up until we found a more a a, a more cohesive or what is what is the right word I'm looking convenient. for? Yes, more convenient way for us to post the videos um when we're doing these. So 
It gave me extra. That work works done. out. <laughs> I'm here trying to make it sound like I don't put my weight. I mean, it, it became more convenient for you, but it became more inconvenient for me. Because <laughs> now I think that we are at a shared equal equal sense of convenience versus inconvenience. Like we both have a fair amount that we both don't necessarily want to do, but that we do because we are committed to the cause. Fine. <laughs> But I think we all know who's carrying the weight here. <laughs> anyway, listen. I think we both, okay, here, let's put it this way. We both know that if you weren't doing your share and if I wasn't doing my share, neither of us would be doing this at all. It would fall apart. It would fall apart. I'd be like, forget you. I'm not doing this anymore. Right? It would all come crashing down immediately with, without question. Yes. Oh, man. All right. Well, anything... It's nothing else I really want to say about um, Congress Godzilla. It was. It's a fun movie. I thought you it know. was really fucked up when um, Tapwater brings the van and then she takes the van. Oh, right! She was going to just drive off without him and then, like, he's about to open the door and she's, like, driving while he's opening the door. Like, the shit, man, he just lent you a van. Right? It's like so rude. He brought the van, he's talking to you, and she says, are you coming or not? And he says, fine. And you can see that he's having trouble with the door. Then he gets the door open and you drive off. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, oh, my Cheryl, between me and you, I had this moment of just like, you privileged little <laughs> mother. <laughs> I, was, I was so angry. Yeah. <laughs> I was angry about that more than anything else. I in the know, movie. right? That was like the worst part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, and they, yo, and they put way too much makeup on that girl in that movie. Like, you could see it, like, literally. Like, we've seen Millie yeah. Bobby Brown in, like, things like Stranger Things. And, like, in that that part where she's, right before she decides to meet with her friend and get in the van, and she's, like, stand, like um, she's in the window looking out and stuff, you can see the amount of makeup that they have on that girl. And I was like, wow, that is way too much I did, Way too much looked, she, I did think she looked a little weird, um, now that you mentioned it. I was like, it's because she has hair. <laughs> <laughs> she had hair in season two of Stranger Things. You're used to seeing her with hair. hair right? <laughs> that's, well, that, that, that's fine. We should look up the makeup artist and be like, nope. <laughs> yeah, we are never hiring you in the future. Right. I'm sure they're very good at what they do and they probably and they did everyone else's makeup great just for her she probably need a little bit less also I'm sure we'll have the opportunity to decide not to hire that person <laughs> <laughs> right oh man well you never know you never know you never know we'll see we'll see where we end up in the future as we keep going but either way um, I'm glad that we watched it I'm glad that we did it. It was fun. I might watch it like scenes again, but I won't. I definitely won't be watching the whole movie start to finish again. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if I would go as far as to watch another scene. Yeah, I might want to see like that final Maybe, fight yeah, again. Yeah, the final fight. That yeah, because that was fun. That was really yeah. Fun. Like we were, we like me and my roommate were literally like shouting like, oh, oh, get him! Oh, like we had a good time. I can't deny. I can't deny that we had a good time. Like I said, I don't think the movie is like a great movie, but I think that we, but we did have fun, and that's probably 
what the point was. So Adam Wingard, who is the director of live action Death Note, did a better job with this one. Yay! <laughs> so apparently, just don't give him an anime an anime related property. I wonder. And you're, and you're good. I wonder how he would do if he was doing something original. And not a franchise. Maybe, maybe, maybe he'd do better. I'm kind of surprised, though. It's one of those things where I'm really, I really have to ask myself, how do people land these gigs? Because you're telling me I got to look to see what else he did in between, if he did anything in between Death Note and this. But you go from doing Death Note to doing Godzilla versus Kong. This is very different. I, I like. I was surprised when you said that he did both. Yeah, it's very different, but also Death Note wasn't good, and it wasn't even considered to be good. And Kong versus Godzilla, or Godzilla versus Kong, is a very big movie. It's the culmination of all these other films. It's mm -hmm. like it's their Justice League or their um, um, Avengers. So it's just surprising that then you would you would entrust that to this person based off of their their previous movies. It doesn't really track for me. Everyone else was booked. I guess, I guess so, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 You you probably right. You right. <sighs> All right. Well, now we get to talk about the, the other movie that we were excited to talk about today. This oh, one I actually do have to look at my notes. Yeah. Because there, there, there are references upon references with this movie. <laughs> Uh, your notes are probably better than mine because mine is just like, I love this! I love this! Oh, gosh. I love this part. I love this part. Yeah, that is exactly what all of my notes are <laughs> now that I'm looking at it. Hmm. Oh, yeah. A lot of my things are like different things that they bring up that are references to the the wider world, which I thought were cool. Mine are just, uh, I like this. I like this. And remind me, isn't Scarif the place that Rogue One takes place on? Uh, that sounds familiar. Because they bring up Scarif. Uh, let me check real quick. Well, research. They, they, you're supposed to do they say Scarif is one of those people. Beforehand. You said what now? Sorry. I said you're supposed to do your research beforehand. Well, uh, yeah, this one I, I meant to look up. Um, yeah, it's the planet from Rogue One. So yeah, they bring <laughs> it up in school. Mordor. <laughs> nice. You take you take place on Mordor. What? You know why they call it Mordor? Because there's more doors. <laughs> but there's only one door. <laughs> Nah, man. That's just the one you see. There's actually multiple ways to get there. They just hide the other ones. Like, into the actual, like, mouth of it? or like... Yeah, into into Mount Doom. Yeah, there's, like, a bunch of different doors to get there. No way. Yeah, that's why they call it Mordor. Stop. I can't have this conversation. I can't have this conversation anymore. I'm just, like, getting confused and you sound stupid. One does not simply walk into Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're <laughs> okay, we're done with it. <laughs> Look at my new 
started. <laughs> <laughs> I was over here looking at my notes. Um. Um. I hope we. I hope we don't have. Yes, you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, because you're the one that brought it up. <laughs> while Chris is looking at his notes, we're going to do um, Lord of the Rings. Uh, next season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, cannot wait. Do we have an echo? Do you hear an echo? It might be the stream. Maybe it's the stream. Yeah, I don't. I don't have it. I don't hear an echo. Oh, hmm. Maybe, maybe they're just, hearing it's just from me. my television. Maybe. Mm, well, I don't hear it, but um, Strickman hears it. Next season, summer. Oh yeah. Summer. <laughs> we're yeah we're bringing up our show in the season so that we can take a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give ourselves like a week or two off. Oh, Zane, here's an echo too. Um, oh, you know what? I've accidentally been recording for the last three minutes. Let me just check that really quick. Uh, oh, wait, did you stop the recording and then restart? I think so. I think I clicked it twice. Um, but let me just also make sure we recorded... The other video, please tell me. This is... Yes, okay, good. There's a video there that's 32 minutes long. Um, let me mute myself real quick and then let's do thing. Oh man, yeah. I love my notes. My notes are great. Yeah, your notes are probably better than. <laughs> Okay, we're <laughs> we're going to do um, Lord of the Rings uh, next season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, cannot we wait. We have an echo. Do you hear an echo? It might be the stream. Maybe it's the. Okay, I do kind of hear it. It's like a, it's not really like an echo. Like you don't hear me twice, but it's like reverby. 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 Hmm. All right. Well, you can. I'll I'll mute myself real quick, and you can see if the echo goes away. So I'm gonna mute myself, and you guys in chat tell us if uh, you still hear um, echo from Cheryl. So I'm gonna mute myself now. Cool. Okay. Well, do you guys hear an echo now? Is it better? Is it Chris's fault or is it my audio? Okay. Uh, Sorry, says it's not you. It's me. It's all me. It's all my fault. <laughs> okay. You can come back, Chris. Or you can stay awake forever and... Okay. Well, shut up. I heard what they're. I heard what they're saying. It basically sounds like you have the voice of God. You have like, <laughs> it's it's really hard to describe, but you you have reverb to your voice. It's pretty impressive. Maybe I should try to be deeper, like Chris. You <laughs> have 
forsaken me. <laughs> she's like, opt out, opt out. Ah. Yo, Stax, I can't do the hair flip. <laughs> this is not my this is not my my secret stream. I have no hair flip <laughs> command on this stream. <laughs> but uh, I guess I could do the No. There we go. Please never do that again. <laughs> I will do it every time that Stax asked me to do it. Um <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's God, God and Chris. <laughs> um, I don't know how to fix it. What did we? Was it like this the whole time, or did it just start? Uh, did you guys notice it while we were recording? Um, or I guess Zane, you were here. Uh, I don't know if you had us on mute or whatever, but did you notice that when we were recording, like when we did our Kong recording? It was hey, last week. He's a bad guy. Interesting. He's a villain. So, I'm not really sure what that could be, Cheryl. We started your computer, and is is Streamlabs getting your audio from two sources, maybe? Like, is Streamlabs getting your audio from Discord and getting it from the, the mic itself that you have going to Discord? <laughs> <laughs> You sound like you're in Antarctica. What is happening? <laughs> um, I don't know what's going on, but when I, I just checked, uh, oh shoot, am I? So I just realized that, um, I muted Chris. <laughs> Sorry. That explains, that explains why he really sounds like he's in Antarctica. Um, but yeah. I, anyways, I, my bad. Um, I was checking the audio, so I tried to mute myself, and I instead <laughs> muted Chris. But um, I checked the recording that we just did for um, Godzilla vs. Kong, and we both sound clean. So I don't okay. know what's going on. As long as the recording is clean, something happened between then. Um, so I'm not reverbing anymore i don't sound like god anymore dang wait when cheryl wait hold up hold on <laughs> but cheryl doesn't reverb anymore when chris is unmuted it is back okay let me do a quick sound test this is a sound test chris i'm telling yeah, you yeah, yeah. this is a sound test yeah, I'm doing a sound test with you so we can hear our beautiful voices before we start our next video. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I'm going to listen to it on stream. And yeah, you, if you guys were wondering, that is indeed how we do our sound test. <laughs> okay, I'm going to mute myself really quick so I can listen to that. This is a sound test, Chris. I'm telling yeah, you, yeah, yeah. this is a sound test. Yeah, okay. I'm doing a sound test with you so we can hear our beautiful voices before we... Yeah, okay, I don't know what's up, um, but I still sound a little bit reverby. Um, check your... So check the... So in, um, in 
Streamlabs, just double check to make sure you're not. Oh. Like check you see the levels. Make sure you're not seeing two different places. Like when I'm talking, you should only see one place. Um, because I don't know if this because Straker was saying when you muted me, he, he they could still hear me. Um, uh, which would mean that I'm coming through another audio source too. You kind of are because you're coming from my computer as well, but. We've always done it like this, and yeah, literally and the video that we just record recorded like we didn't change anything. No, I know. Um, so that's why it's weird. Do, do you think like we should just restart the stream? I'm not sure, because um, he's he's also saying. <laughs> no, we have headphones. We had he- he- headphones. Um. Uh. Straight command. The, we we purposely for the aesthetic wanted to do away with headphones, so you could see my beautiful hair. Basically, <laughs> um, but it's weird because yeah, because we weren't having problems when we were recording. Like our recording was clean. Like it just it so literally just started after we ended the first recording. Yeah. I mean, maybe we need to restart the stream and see if it's still there. But yeah, I'm not really sure why that's why it's happening. But what it sounds like is that we're having two audio sources. Because if you're muting one audio source and we can still hear you, then it means that there's another audio source that is um, picking you up. Yeah. I also noticed that your audio is really loud. Let me just do one more test. Okay, just do one more test, one more sound test. And Chris? Yep, yep. I'm um, testing, testing, test. One, two. Mic check, mic check. One, two, one, two. Mic okay, check. One, two, one, two. Okay, just stop, stop. <laughs> I done. I done already. Okay, just do one more test, one more sound test, and Chris? Yep, yep, I'm testing. Okay, yeah. Did you guys hear the sound test again? I mean, you weren't muted just now, but they could probably hear the sound test. They, they, Because I just heard it a little bit at the end, but I heard it through your, like, in the background of coming from your speakers. Right. Oh, wait, you can hear me right now? Yeah, I can hear you right now. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> All right, let me pull this up. Um, huh. I do have an extra thing here. Okay. So, disable it or get rid of it and see what happens. Um, can you say something, Chris? Yep, yep. I'm speaking because I have a voice, and I want my voice to be heard. Do you need me to keep keep speaking? No. Okay, hold on. Straight command. I know where you are. Kind of. Yeah, we, we can hear you. But did you just mute that other channel? 
Yes, we can still hear you. Everything, really? Everything's muted, including me? Hmm. Is Streamlabs running twice? Oh no. What changed? Where is the audio coming from? <laughs> um That is so weird that this was oh. happening earlier. Oh wait, Cheryl, Cheryl, Cheryl. Yeah. Cheryl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold up, hold up. Okay. I wasn't reading the chat like they said. They couldn't hear you. I'm gonna hear you because we're on Discord. Oh, <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> um. <laughs> Why do we always have technical issues every <laughs> every friggin' week? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hold on. I'm gonna mute myself real quick. One second. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, I suppose I'll take this opportunity to see if it's still happening. Even with Chris being muted. Um, okay, well, it's still happening. I just want to restart. <laughs> this is so weird. Okay, yeah, I wanted to listen to myself so I could also hear, but yeah, you so even though I was muted, I could still hear your reverb, so I know it's not coming from me. I don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. I wish I mean, you were here too. <laughs> you always fix everything for me. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, I just wanted to double check to make sure it wasn't like um, audio that you guys were picking up from me listening to Cheryl from my television, um, but it's not. So like, yeah, I think it's just, there are two audio sources um, for whatever reason. Honestly, and... I think that Streamlabs probably just had a hiccup because it was working fine. I didn't touch anything. And then all of a sudden, it started doing that. And no matter what I do with, with the audio, it's the same thing. I think... Right. Well, then let's go ahead and reboot. let's restart. You guys, you guys in chat, don't leave. <laughs> we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna restart our stream and come right back and see if it fixes the problem. So we're gonna turn, we're gonna do the age old adage of- Turn it off and turn it back on again. Exactly. So don't leave guys, we'll be right back and then we're gonna talk more. We're gonna talk a little bit about Solo.
Say something, Cheryl. Hey. A few more words I say literally, and Chris will know this because I have driven him mad with literally saying what he tells me to say. Literally pisses me off. <laughs> I would tell her when we're working through like technical difficulties, much like the similar one before, or like when we're trying to set something up, you know, like how you, how you name a file. I'll say, okay, so just name it something you remember. And she'll literally type out as the file name, something I remember <laughs> for something that she needs to know the difference between another thing. And she'll do that every single time. And because I'm a little slow on the uptake, every time an opportunity presents itself where I'm like, okay, now name this whatever you want. She'll type in whatever I want. And it drives me freaking mad. So in my thing, like, just looking at Streamlabs, I have things that are named uh, whatever you want, something memorable, and oh, here's one. I'm smart. <laughs> how, how come I named it that? I don't even know what it is. Sorry. Uh, I guess it's by... Oh, you, know, but... you don't know what it is? <laughs> I don't know exactly what the information is. I you just know. named it what you told me to name it, and... You this, know, we'll figure it out if we need to. I wonder what it is, this though. Is my, this is my life. This is the life I have chosen for myself. See? Oh, oh I know what it is. It's the it's the whole thing. And then the something memorable is the chat box. And then whatever you want is the little pop-up thing when somebody, like, follows us. Alert. See, I know what everything is. And as long as you know, that's all that matters. See, the funny I don't have thing to... is, like, you still don't learn your lesson. You still tell me to name things with these weird things. And, you know, it's funny enough, every time you tell me to name something, it's always different from the last thing. Like, you never repeat yourself, so they're all different. And, like, you could just tell me to change the name of something to something else, but you haven't done that yet, so... Or you could just name it. You know what I mean. You cannot take I me literally. I am just following instructions. This is what happens when I have to do the technical stuff and I'm driving and doing all that work and stuff. You're the GPS. I am just driving. <laughs> <laughs> I like that analogy, but fuck you. <laughs> oh so how's God. the sound? <laughs> it sounds like it's pretty good. Stack said it's gone, by the way. So something happened at the end of our recording where Streamlabs like hiccuped and it was something weird, but it looks like we're back now. Cool. Yay, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> It usually is. <laughs> oh, man. I told these people to come back and everyone left. Thank you, Stax and Zane, for following instructions. <laughs> like me. <laughs> I follow instructions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If Sorio was here for that conversation, she'd be, like, beating me on the head. She'd be, like, the only person on your side. Yeah. Because she, too, yeah. has had to deal with me as a co-pilot. <laughs> Ah, 
Usually after recording or anything OBS, you do that has nothing to do with streaming. Just restart the app, refreshes everything. Yeah, gotcha. Oh my gosh, my freaking head. <laughs> Don't you smile at me! Don't you smile at me! <laughs> you were glaring at me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. We're back. We can get ready to record a video. Are you ready to record a video? Yeah, because you're going to do all the work. Yes. And yet you carry me. Or so you <laughs> But I do all the work. I just meant for this video, jeez. <laughs> for once in your life, do something. <laughs> <laughs> I... You know what? This is fine. I am fine. I am okay. I have no rage whatsoever. I like my notes. I'll probably glance down at them while we're talking. Uh, just to remind myself of certain things, because these these notes are kind of specific. Um, we need like a teleprompter. <laughs> I know, right? We need more money. Yo, what up, Blue? How's it going, man? Oh, it just said that we're live. Yeah, it's funny that the the stream elements. So what Stream Elements does, this is usually, you know, that's kind of interesting. It's funny that we've been live for like five minutes and Stream Elements just caught up. And normally that and that happens when you first turn on the stream. Mm-hmm. It's, so. Yeah, it took like six minutes for that to register. Gosh, I'm like laughing so much that like I'm going to have like ready mascara and <laughs> it's going to look oh, like no. I just cried. Well, okay, I'm doing well, we, solo. Should probably, <laughs> we should probably start our next video. Uh, we already did our segment blue on uh, Godzilla versus Kong, so we'll we'll upload it to YouTube tomorrow. So that'll be in the vid section of the Discord. So if you want to watch it back, you can watch it back tomorrow. Maybe while you're drawing or doing something else. But uh, generally, we enjoyed the movie. We think it's a silly movie. It's not like a great movie by any stretch of the imagination, but it's a fun movie, and we had fun watching it. There's a lot of stupidity in that movie, though, and the humans in that movie are stupid. But a, the movie itself is good. A resegment. A resegment? I guess that was the resegment. <laughs> a resegment, right? <laughs> Thank you. As Zane put it, people from people suffer from Prometheus disease, but fights were fun. Like, have you ever wanted to see a giant monkey swing an electrified axe at a fire-wielding lizard? This is your movie. You just ruined it. That is in the trailer. Are you <laughs> showing me? <laughs> I literally described something that happened in the trailer. I purposely did not say the other things I could have said that would have spoiled the movie. Get out of here. I didn't watch the trailer. I just went in blind. I mean, so I, I, I just say like, you just spoiled the trailer for me. Oh, I'm so sorry I spoiled the trailer for you for a movie that you've already seen. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have you seen Endgame? Guess what? The stuff that's in the trailer isn't all in the movie. 
The trailer's a lie. Just like the cake. <laughs> Have you even played Portal? Me? Yes. I played it like three times. Okay, all right. I wanted to make sure that you actually played Portal before you start quoting Portal. Oh yeah. Okay, you played it three times now. You have your you have your cake badge, you know, or your companion cube badge. We'll mm-hmm. give you we give you that. Yeah. <laughs> You're I the best companion cube. I didn't finish the second one. Uh, I only I think I probably got about halfway or something. The second one's longer, but it's definitely worth playing. You should totally. You know what? You know what you should do, Cheryl? You should stream yourself playing video games on our C3 channel. Oh, God. People would not want to watch that. <laughs> that could be funny. I think it was funny when I had Sorio there to yell at me when I was doing bad stuff. Like, not bad stuff, but stuff badly. Sephiroth? <laughs> 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 Sephiroth, Sephiroth, bruh, you just got here. I already have a headache because of this girl. I do not need you adding to the stress that I am currently feeling. Give him more shit. (laughs) That's what this show is about. It's about giving Chris a hard time and then everyone else is just here to enjoy it. (laughs) See, people, people would watch. People would watch you playing Portal. You know, you got to beat Portal 2, and you have to find someone that can do the co-op with you. Not me, but you got to find someone that's willing to do the co-op with you. Thanks for the follow, that one girl. I like your name. <laughs> that, that one girl's one, cool. That one girl. <laughs> <laughs> Straight man. I will ban you. I will ban you. I will remove you from the chat. I don't need you here that badly. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I dare you. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> do it. Do it. Bear me too. I dare you. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Stop running our you... fans away. Jeez. Fine. <laughs> Cheryl's keeping you guys safe. I just want you to know that. Cheryl's going to be upset with me if I do it. Oh I need to. I should probably make you a mod on this channel, Straker, just because. But I'll give you a bunch of mod duties, and you can like add more polls. Cause I ain't doing that. <laughs> oh yeah, Straker, you are a mod on this channel. You literally have a store <laughs> next to your name. Can you ban Chris? <laughs> <laughs> no one can ban me, Bruh, If you see a sword next to your name, it means you're a mod. I mean, I also didn't tell you specifically that you were a mod, but you have a sword next to your name. You're a mod. Well, you didn't even ask him if he was okay with it first. I don't give a fuck what he wants. Jeez, someone needs to learn about consent. Uh, not when it comes to Straker. He just doesn't <laughs> want to tell him to do. <laughs> That's not true. Wow. <laughs> this, see, this is why he's gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> ever since starting this channel, you changed. <laughs> uh, 
actually, um, Zane, I can't ban anyone because I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how to do anything. <laughs> one girl's like, we got to stay banning Chris. We ban Chris from every channel, including his own. <laughs> I would literally have to ask Chris how I can ban him from our channel. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Chris, how do I ban you from our channel? I, you know what? The strangest thing is happening right now. I don't remember. <laughs> I can't, for the life of me, I don't know how you ban somebody, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Blue. Oh, you're, you know what? That's a good idea. I could just simply hang up our Discord call and then just do the show by myself. Yeah, but let's be real. You know you don't want to do that show by yourself. Anytime I walk away from the from the screen, you get anxiety. I do get anxiety because I have no one to talk to. <laughs> no, you have all these lovely people in chat know, that are on now, your side. Yeah, but now I have all these people to talk to, and they're, like they're so great to talk. Yeah, see, like they'll see before I didn't really have that kind of opportunity because, like, I guess um, that one time when you left <laughs> with your to go get your lightsaber. You just took a really long time and I didn't know what to talk about. But I know what to talk about now. And we have all these lovely people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so guys, just to update the people that are just getting here, and maybe this is something we need to think about in the future for when we do future streams, but we did already talk about Kong versus Godzilla, or Godzilla versus Kong. Um, so we are going to get ready to start talking about Solo. We will upload our video on Godzilla vs. Kong tomorrow to YouTube. Um, but if for those in chat that are just wanted to get a general summation of our feelings, it's a silly movie. It's a dumb movie. It's not a good movie, but it's a fun movie. And we had fu and we had fun with the fights. So and, I just and Godzilla's vs. Kong just hands down. Straight up. Uh, I just wanted to um, to answer the question that uh, Sephiroth had about how hard it was for you to find your lightsaber. Um, it wasn't the lightsaber, it was the batteries for the lightsaber so that he could turn it on. But he went on this like whole show and tell thing and showed us all the parts of the lightsaber and it was... 10 minutes of we just wanted him to turn it on. Right. But I needed batteries for that. Look. <laughs> Here we Light go. Don't <laughs> like paper. Right. Four great. hours later, take a shot. Four hours later, <laughs> he showed us his lightsaber. You weren't here last week, but I kept saying four hours, and, like, I just wish you were there. Like, or maybe we were, like, not recording or something, but I kept saying it, and I was like, someone needs to take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> listen, listen. If I had force powers, I would be able to pull the lightsaber and I'd be able to pull the batteries and I wouldn't have to go anywhere. But unfortunately, I am weak with the force. Speaking of the force, that it's is not basically not existed in this movie. It's not in this movie. <laughs> but it's related and I thought it was a good segue. <laughs> All right. That's Cheryl's way of being the producer and telling me just like, yo, AD. 
what's happening right now? We are on time. How come you are not filming this scene right now? Right. So because to appease the the producer and Cheryl, we are going to go ahead and start our solo segment. <laughs> would you would that make you happy, Choi? Um, sure. I mean, I was having fun, but yeah, we could record now. <laughs> you ever seen that? Yeah. Anyone ever do this to you on Christmas? They ever seen that song? Joy to the world. Bye no, bye. no one has ever done that before. <laughs> oh, okay. I it's just me. I have a pun brain. Right. Oh boy, <laughs> you're starting a thing. <laughs> yeah, I should do solo. Solo. We talked about that. I just have to hang up on you. All right. So thanks for the lurk. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, okay. I see. I, I'm over here cap- catching up on chat. <laughs> what a choy to be around, right? I mean, she wasn't my first no! choice. <laughs> okay, I'm done with this. Let's stop punning my name. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get it together? With we got we got another show to you. <laughs> no strength was started. In. I didn't do anything. I jumped off a strength here. That's true. Maybe we should bet. <laughs> he keeps starting these tangents. <laughs> oh man! Nice things we cannot have. Nice things have we cannot. How would Yoda say that? That sounds, that seems about right. <laughs> Bruh, you don't gotta, yo, Seth, you ain't got to explain Yoda speak to the Star Wars fans. We knew what you were doing right away. <laughs> we good. Fam, you're welcome here. We're all, you, me, same, same, but different, but still same, same. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you not tell me what this is? <laughs> right? Bossy. That's my job. Oh, man. All right. At this rate, we're going to be going to like 830. So let's go ahead and let's get ready to start this video. We are having fun hanging out. Um, we do want to go ahead and, uh, and film this um, segment. And then if you guys still want to hang out, we'll hang out for a little bit longer in the chat. But feel free to still talk while we're, we're, we're shooting the video and, you know, tell us what you thought about Solo, if you guys have seen it. And if you haven't seen it, then we will be talking spoilers in the movie. And I think the movie's at least worth watching, but it's not a movie that everybody likes, so. Okay, that explains. <laughs> what happened now? I was just reading what Zane was saying, and I was like, what? I got it. Kids Toy <laughs> All right, just before we start, just give me a minute while you read that. Yeah, Blue. No, I mean, a lot of people didn't like it, but we're going to talk about it in a second. But Cheryl and I enjoy it, and we're going to have multiple reasons. We're going to talk about multiple reasons why we do why we do enjoy it. Um, so, 
Yeah, no, you'll get you'll get to hear our, you'll get to hear our reasoning. <laughs> we got Chris secrets to leak. Man, you don't know my secrets. You don't know me. What you know about me? See me in the streets. Remember, you don't know me. Holler when you see me. You don't know me. I had to wipe my tears because I was laughing so much and like it was just all over. So I had to just, yeah, I'm good now. I'm good. Oh, you were having a good cry one time? <laughs> I was crying because I had to look at your face for the last hour and a half. Oh, <laughs> savage. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and start. All right, like, let's go. If you guys let's don't want to get any spoilers for this movie, go free to We're gonna be talking for this about for the. We've been talking. I can't speak. We're gonna be talking about this movie for about twenty-five to thirty minutes. So, but probably more like thirty-two minutes because <laughs> probably more like thirty-two minutes. Yeah. However, we'll then we'll, we'll probably still hang out just for a little bit after we're done. But yeah, so. Let's go ahead and get ready to start. Um, I'm ready whenever you are. All right. Um, cool. See, I, I, I see you. I see you, Straker. I see you. Okay, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. This. How long is this gonna go on for? <laughs> I don't think Straker remembered your last name. <laughs> but now that he does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, we'll start recording in three, two, one. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is an open discussion with C3 Films. My name is Chris, and this is... Cheryl. And today, we are going to be talking about Solo, a Star Wars story. So, it's an, it's a, from a couple of years ago, but if you haven't seen it, we're going to spoiler territory. Uh, go watch it. Come back and watch our video. Let us know what you thought about it. But without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into it. Um, a Star Wars story, Solo. What did you think about it, Cheryl? Um, I, it was fun. I had a lot of fun. I've seen it a couple of times. Um, and every time, I just I just have a good time. It's one of those movies where like, I don't think too, too much about the story. Because it's not very um, unique or special, I guess. Uh, it's just... Yeah exactly what it is fan pleaser i'm a fan and i was pleased <laughs> yeah i was wondering so two things um just like with rogue one it it doesn't have an opening crawl but it almost might as well have an opening crawl because it starts with the galaxy far far away and then it gives you a bunch of like lines that for you to read that would normally be read in an opening crawl, mm -hmm. but they don't do it in an opening crawl because I guess they want to try to separate it from, you know, the rest of the Star Wars movies. Right, but it didn't bother me as much because I, I didn't feel like I was expecting it because the mm -hmm. way they did it in Rogue One, you felt like you were gonna expect it, but in this one because they they kept going with like more text and then the movie starts, then I didn't feel so derailed. Right. Yeah. No, that's for sure. Um, and then, like, I was wondering, because so now we're in the age of 
Disney Plus shows with Mandalorian and then the future shows that are going to come out like Ahsoka and, you know, the, those other types of shows. But when I was watching Solo and I, and generally people didn't really take to this film, it didn't do well in the box office, but I also enjoyed the movie because it felt to me like almost like an episode out of Star Wars Rebels or something like that. And maybe I was wondering if this movie would have lent itself more to being a TV series on Disney Plus rather than a full-fledged movie, if maybe people would have responded better if that was how they were able to experience it. I think that maybe it was around the time when it came out um, because it, I think it came out not too long after Rogue One, but before Episode Seven. Is that is that correct? I just think it no, was. I, I feel like I, I think Solo because it was remember they they alternate every year, mm-hmm. so it was Episode Seven first, then Rogue One, then it was um, the Last Jedi, then Solo, right? Um, okay. And then after that, we were going to get Rise of Skywalker. Okay, so that's probably I think that's probably it because I remember when it came out. I remember like hearing and um, talking like you just like overall there being comments about how like oh it's another Star Wars thing and like it's like coming out with like a bunch of overdone Star Wars things like it was just too much coming out like maybe it would have done better if it was spread out more but I think it was just Mm -hmm. too many Star Wars things coming out at the same time that it didn't feel special because it's not it's not like a, oh there's a star wars coming out it's like a, oh it's another one that like whatever <laughs> yeah i think the only thing that makes me wonder about that is because we got three marvel movies a year and it was never a thing of you know superhero fatigue and it was three marvel movies a year like up up to 10 years and we didn't start with three more movies a year it was like one and then one or two and then eventually like i think i think in like in the last five years it was three movies a year um but there was never any fatigue from uh, superhero films so i don't know if there's just a difference in the fan base um part of me thinks that it was frustration with the star wars franchise actually more so um because at that point we had seen the last jedi and i think a lot of people didn't respond well to that movie and that and they carried those emotions with them to solo uh people were just kind of done with star wars and i feel like that was i to me i think that that might have been a little bit of part of it right yeah because it wasn't just another star wars it was like oh there's another star wars that will probably be bad like the other yeah. ones and at that point it wasn't like under lucas anymore it was under disney and we know how disney can sometimes miss the point or like just not be on point for things because it's more about like making money and not about the actual story but I think in this case like it it definitely was more about making the money and less about the story because that's at least how I feel about um everything that has to do with Solo because it's not like Rogue One where everything is original um, yeah. And, like, we don't really know any of the characters except for, the you know, there's appearances and stuff. But Solo is just pure. We know who everyone is. Like, everything is just stuff that we already know. And so it's really just for the fans so that they could suck up all of our money to pay to watch this. 
Yeah, it's kind of cashing in on the fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's cashing in in a way where it's kind of like, these things that you didn't necessarily want to know or need to know, we're going to like, we're going to reference them and show it to you. You wanted to know how uh, Solo got his dice? Well, here's a story about the dice. You want to know how Solo got his name? <gasps> he didn't have a name, he was just Han, but it was given to him by an Imperial officer, so now he is Solo. Um, it's fine. Han. It's you are solo. I, okay, Lando. Okay, Lando. Okay, Lando. We ain't even going. I I I don't even know what to do with you right now. Um, but I do like that's a nice touch though that they brought that back. Yeah. Um, so that's a nice little bit of consistency. And then it's like, oh yeah, you heard about the Kessel Run? We're gonna show you the Kessel Run. Um, there's just all these references to like things that we knew about. Han Solo, oh, the Millennium Falcon? You want to know why it has that little middle piece missing? Well, we're going to show you how it got that middle piece missing. It's just it's just all like little things like that. So it's cashing, on on the fan, cashing in on the fan base. But in many ways, I feel like in the elements of the things that we didn't need, the other elements that are more about related to the world building or calling upon references of other Star Wars media, I feel like they're more successful in that and it helps to round out the universe. And that's the part that I like about the movie is that it makes the movie feel like it is still a part of the wider universe. And this is one small story that's happening alongside all the other things that we're aware of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, surprisingly, I think they did a really good job despite it just being about taking stuff that we already know. Like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's basically an origin story, right? And I think right. that they actually put it together pretty well um, in the sense that there's not a lot of stuff in there that, like, really bothered me. <laughs> and I don't know if you have, like, a long list of things that, like, you found wrong. With- yeah, me neither. I didn't really find anything where I was like, well, this doesn't make sense. Why are they doing that? Why are we-? And, and often we do that even for movies that we do. Like, we, we tend to tear it apart. Like, here for this movie, I don't really have anything to tear apart because as a fan and knowing the Star Wars world and everything, like, it fit. It fit in there. And it's just surprising to me that they made it fit because they did so poorly with the the sequel trilogy, right? Right. Yeah, I think this is a movie, I mean, because it introduces introduces a character we don't know in uh, Kira. Uh, We never heard about her before, so she's new to this movie. And, of course, you know that... Well, obviously Han doesn't um, like doesn't end up with her because he's going to end up with Princess Leia in the future. So we don't we don't think her story is going to carry through this movie. So, but it's surprising when you find when you get to the end and it actually does. And it seems like that's them trying to create a sequel, which is going to go into a, a wider story. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but as far as it being a pocket of the Star Wars universe and fitting, like you said, it fits like a nice little puzzle piece we didn't need it but it's nice that like to me it's nice that it's there it's nice seeing like these missions i like seeing the budding friendship between han and chewie and the entire movie is building up to this whole thing like maybe they lean a little too hard too heavy into the whole thing of like han being like oh i'm gonna be a pilot i'm gonna be a pilot i'm gonna be a pilot but it's it's paid off very well because it's always these moments where he's like i almost get to touch move your butt out of my chair Ah, uh, he doesn't get to touch the Millennium Falcon yet. And then finally, when it's like L three is is like killed, and then um, Lando is wounded, so he can't fly it. 
So now he's like, I get to, I get to pilot the ship. But that's not the moment that the movie really wants to um, accentuate. He gets to pilot the ship and he has Kira as his co-pilot. It's not until he says, hey, Kira, we need to do this thing. And she says, we totally should. And it's clear she has no idea what he's talking about. And Chewie just goes and does everything. And they're like, wait, you know what we're doing? You know what, how to do this? And so Kira's like, all right, you take this seat. And it's that moment when Chewie actually sits in the seat beside Han Solo that the music swells. And it's like, this is the moment. This is what we were building up to. And I like subtle things like that. Or maybe it's not subtle, but I like I like things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just have, like, this movie is just full of these little, like, Easter egg things that if you if you were a fan of the original series and you watch this, you're like, ooh, 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 this, ooh, that, ooh, this, right? It's just full of it. And, like, that's why this movie was so fun, because you get so much of that. And it's very different from, like, the mood of of Rogue One, right? Where right. Rogue One is definitely, like, more dramatic. It's not meant to be a comedy. But Solo is just all fun. It's supposed to be fun. Like, that's... The character of Han is just like being loose, and then you have Lando, and Donald Glover does such a good Lando, and like the two of them really? combined, it's just like it's like a pure comedy there because they're just so not serious. Yeah, and they play off these other moments that you know, um, and there's some, and some you might even miss. Um, I think it's pretty obvious, but I know some people that missed this. But when, after they make the Kessel Run and the Millennium Falcon is in, in tatters and Lando's sitting there just looking at it with just seething anger for what Han did to his ship. And Han puts his hand on his shoulder and Lando's just like, I hate you. And Han says, I, I know. know. <laughs> Which is a reference and a play off of what he says to Leia with, I love you. Oh, so yeah. it's just like little things like that. So you can tell that they're having fun and that makes the movie fun. Yeah, I that was definitely one of my favorite parts of the movies. I I totally wrote that down. I was like, no way, I'm gonna let that go because it's like, it's it's so good. Like it just really is there for the crowd. Like the I'm mean, sorry, not the crowd, the fans. It's for the fans, and I can't say how much more. Like I can't say any more how great of a job they did doing that, making a movie for yeah. the fans. Right. And like you were saying, like they're they have that all over the place and they have things like that that help to build on this universe. So, for instance, they mention that they're the way they're going to where they can find unrefined coaxium or the or the only other place they can find, excuse me, refined coaxium. Uh, there's one planet they mention, and then the other planet, planet they mention is Scarif. And Scarif is the planet that they that they go to in Rogue One to upload the the plans about what happened to the Death Star. So, you know, so that's a that's a reference there. They they mention how they could hire these other assassins that aren't Chewy or not assassins, but other people that aren't Chewy and um Han. And one of the people they say is we could we could have hired Bosk. And Bosk is a character from the original trilogy that's another one of those bounty hunters alongside Boba Fett. So that's another that's another reference. And one of my personal favorite references is when they um when Lando and um, Beckett meet and Lando says, you're the one who killed Aura Singh. And he said, and Beckett responds, I'll, the fall killed Aura Singh. That is only for the fans. No one knows who Aura Singh is, but for 
for like if you're a Star Wars buff or even if you just like paid attention to like the Clone Wars and stuff, Aura Singh is an assassin that appeared in The Phantom Menace. She's standing on top of the ridge at the beginning of the pod race and she's up there and then she's the one that actually trains Boba Fett. So it's funny because now they just built this other kind of connection because since Beckett killed Aura Singh, you could make it so make an argument that Boba Fett is going to go for Beckett. But he doesn't get to go after Beckett because Beckett dies. But who does Boba Fett end up going after? Han, who is directly associated with Beckett. So that's what makes the movie even more fun. It's one of the best things about The Mandalorian. It builds on this universe that you already know, and it makes it feel like it, it, it earns a spot in this universe because of the connections between the rest of the bigger, the, the bigger universe. Mm-hmm. It definitely feels like in Mandalorian they did their research before they made this movie and they had people <laughs> working on the movie who understood the world of Star Wars right absolutely so one funny thing that I wanted to mention so the Imperial March that's a that's canon music for the Empire apparently because when Han is in the airport he hears the Imperial March playing dun, 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 dun. He hears it playing on a video and that's what makes him turn to go and then, oh, I should be, a, I can like enlist and be a pilot. So that moment when that happens, I was like, so wait, the Imperial March is canon within the Star Wars universe? They actually have that as their theme? Interesting. That was one of those ones I was like, oh, I don't know about this, <laughs> but fine, whatever. We're going to let that slide. I guess so. <laughs> I didn't really notice that, but... Um... That's funny. <laughs> I mean, why not? It's it's a good tune. <laughs> yeah, right. Seriously, but um, but yeah. So like, there's that. That was I thought that was kind of cool. Um, they even mentioned Crimson Dawn in the huts. So you know, we all know who Jabba the Hut is, mm-hmm. and you and know, the Hutt family. He ends up going to um, like you, you know when. You know, I guess like the first time you hear or you watch the movie and Beckett says that, you know, meet me on Tatooine or like, you know, go to Tatooine. I heard that like there's a job there and you know exactly what that means, like, because you know that Han is going to end up on Tatooine and get in, mixed up with the huts. And yep. so, but we also know that Beckett isn't there in the other movies. So mm-hmm. it kind of just lets you know that like, that's Beckett is not going to have a very great ending in this movie. No, it means that Beckett's probably not going to make it out of this film, which he doesn't. And he, and even if he did, it's like maybe he'd make it through another movie, but eventually we know that man's going to die. Yeah, and I, I so, like the way he died too. I, I like it, it. Almost like there were moments where I know you're laughing because I'm happy someone died, but. <laughs> But I, I almost felt like there were moments in this movie that reminded me of Indiana Jones, which yeah. is which is kind of cool because yeah, Harris. Cool. It just means that they did a good job with like directing and having this guy play um, Harrison Ford. Like he really mm-hmm. got he really channeled the Harrison Ford. I think um, and. One of those moments was him shooting Beckett because it reminded me of that scene where, like, there's in Indiana Jones when the guy's like with the swords and then he just takes a gun out and just bam, right? Yeah. Um, 
but also because I I liked how they they had a bond. It was kind of like a no hard feelings um, killing, I guess you could say. Because um, yeah. Beckett was like, I get it. I would have done that too. Um, and you're like, you're finally right. learning. And he, he was kind of like a father figure too. So um, I, I just liked the way they had Beckett bow out. I think they did right by that. No, I like that. And Woody Harrelson did a good job with the character. That that moment though is twofold though, because that's another reference um, or another play off a of meme. Because once again, Han shot first. Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, so that so that so like that's the thing, and that's why it's fun for you, fun for me, because like even that. So in that moment, I just mentioned it to you, and you got all giddy and happy. Like that's what the movie is intended. You can watch these kind of just insignificant or or a, appearing to be insignificant moments, and those moments in themselves are references or homage to other other moments or other like material. And so it makes going back and watching the movie over again some even more fun because you get to pick up on things that you might have uh, missed the first time around, you know? And like Crimson Dawn is all over this movie or the, re the reference. And if you've been paying attention to like the Clone Wars, you've seen Crimson Dawn, you know who they are, you know the crime syndicate, and you also know that a certain other characters are associated with Crimson Dawn, and that character is Darth Maul. Now, I thought that this is probably one of the most interesting aspects of Solo, is the fact that in the context of the film universe, the films themselves, Darth Maul is dead. We don't know that Darth Maul is alive. The only people, the only way you know that Darth Maul is alive is if you watch the Clone Wars. So, for him to appear at the end of this movie, it it legitimizes the Clone Wars place in the mythology as well, because it's not based off of any information that you could get from any theatrical film. It's information that's based solely on an animated television show. And it's done so well for multiple reasons. One, you hear that voice and you recognize it immediately. It's Sam Whitmer um, who did the same voice for Darth Maul in the movie and he did it in the Clone Wars animated show. And then when he takes off that hood, it's Ray Park underneath the hood, who also did the mocap and was the actor that played Darth Maul in The Phantom Menace. And then even better, they're playing little bits of the theme from Duel of the Fates while Darth Maul is speaking. And it's, it's details like that, that just, it makes it almost impossible not to have like these like giddy, happy moments when you're when you're seeing it play out and it shows that the filmmakers had an attention to detail and they care if only these people made the sequel trilogy <laughs> man if i could have heard duel of the fates in any one of the sequel trilogy like like scenes uh it would have it would have made me happy I mean, it's so great that, like, I, I actually picked up on um, a lot of the soundtrack where they would bring back the original soundtrack for little parts of the movie. Like, they won't use the whole theme, but right. they would play a small segment of it enough for you to recognize it. And it, like, blends in with the new score, which is, like, that's really great. That Like, that's the way you do it because you're making your own, but you're still bringing it back for us. So and putting us back in that world. 
Um, right. So I actually you're still paying respect to that to the the things that came before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things that I like, like little moments and stuff, um, like just everything that has to do with Lando and his capes and, <laughs> and how like uh, Kira uses the cape to put out a fire and he was like no that's my cape it's a custom cape <laughs> it's a custom cape don't do it oh it's a mm. closet full of capes yeah no I like I like what they did with him um if I'm gonna now if I'm gonna start getting a little nitpicky here there are two elements I think that can that you can criticize a little bit more in the film. Um, so one element is the fact that um, L3 can be a little much. She can, she comes across as a little much um, with I her own like freedom. Her. That was so funny. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I guess it, maybe it was a little much, but it was because of that exaggeration on equality that helped them escape with the raw coaxium right. so like it and wasn't was it say. wasn't for nothing <laughs> yeah and that was what i was going to say so like while you can be a little bit nitpicky on it the fact is that it serves a purpose because like you said if they didn't that that leads to them having an a viable escape plan um for the breakout later because of l3 being the way she is um the last part that could i think you could levy some criticism towards is the the ending um the ending tricks like the double blind um uh backstabbing that happens where it's like oh we backstabbed you but i knew you were gonna backstab me so i backstabbed the backstabber well now i'm backstabbing the backstabber or the backstabbing like that can feel a little ho-hum um but it doesn't it didn't really bother me Personally, watching it, I thought that it was kind of cool where it's like, oh, you thought I was faking and giving you a fake thing, but it actually is a thing you legitimately wanted. Um, I liked, I liked, and the whole point was being so that we can like get the people that could, you know, protect you away from us. So it didn't bother me, but I can see how you could be like, oh, of course it was the, the backstabbing of the backstabbing of the backstabbing, and I thought the thoughts of blah, 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 blah. I can see how that can be a little grating on certain people if you watch the film but for me personally it did not bother it didn't bother me either um i think it actually went it i mean it's it's very han solo so <laughs> i don't think it bothered me at all and and coming from han solo and his mentor it only makes sense that it would just be backstab after backstab and then you know also kira does it too um but that doesn't bother me either because she ha- comes from the same background as Han. Right. In a sense. So that I think just being in that kind of situation where it's kind of like a mafia, you know, Crimson Dawn is basically like a mafia. So mm-hmm. it only makes sense for it to go down that way. <laughs> yeah. And now that you, and since you brought up Kira, I thought this was an interesting part of the film because like we mentioned earlier, Kira doesn't die by the end of this movie. So her story continues, but it, and it it implies that they might've wanted to explore that relationship with Crimson Dawn and Darth Maul a little bit more in a future solo movie, which we're never going to get now. But I wonder if they're ever going to go back to kind of complete her story arc 
because Darth Maul's story is done. There is an ending to Darth Maul's story. We know how that character ends up. Um, and I won't spoil it here, but his story does have a conclusion. But we don't, and that we see on screen. We don't know what um, Kira's ending will be for her story. As of right now, she's still alive within the Star Wars universe. So she could pop up again. Maybe she actually doesn't die and she will pop up in like the Mandalorian or something at some point, but, um, or another like Star Wars television show. And it's around the same timeline. So she could still be played by Amelia Clark and look exactly the same. Um, we don't know, but I'm curious, is that something that you'd want? Do you want, would you want to see her story play out? I wouldn't mind it. Um, I actually noted that too. Uh, when I watched the, uh, the movie the first time, I wasn't aware about Darth Maul still being alive due to Clone Wars. Um, oh, okay. So my first time watching it, I was surprised because I thought that he was dead. Um, mm -hmm. And I thought that it was a cliffhanger. Uh, so I was kind of expecting that there would be something to follow. Um, but I guess they did kind of leave it open-ended. And I think that it it would be interesting to see more um things happen between Darth Maul and Kira cuz there's there's definitely something there they could make a story out of that for sure I agree I I definitely would like to see I want to see how her story concludes sim simply because of the fact that they they thought it was like it could be interesting enough the potential to leave her alive by the end of the film despite the fact that they literally basically kill everybody else that isn't someone we already know from the original trilogy. And she's, you know? she's a very interesting character, too. Like, there's a lot of things that we don't know about her because we didn't really get to f follow her story from where we, like, you know, where we as an audience left her. Um, mm -hmm. So she just seems like she developed into a really interesting character because, you know, like I said, she comes from the same place that Han came from. So they had the same beginnings, but they took two different paths. So right. it's just, it would be really interesting to see like what had happened to her in her past, how she got there and where she's going. Cause now she's, you know, she started as like a, a, a good person but then she she took the other path than Han yeah so why how and what is she gonna do now because like Han because Han develops into kind of a person who seems selfish and stuff and it takes him a while to get back to being who he was which is a good person and just wanting to do the right thing and do the good thing um mm -hmm. But for her, she turned into someone that would do the bad thing. But then you could see the good in her still. So I feel like it would be a great opportunity to f see that flip there, too. Yeah. No, I 100% agree with you there. Um, so hopefully, you know, let's cross our fingers that they explore it more in the future. Um, the last thing I want to touch on before we close out, because uh, we could talk about Star Wars for literal hours. Um, I really did enjoy the actor that they got to play 
uh, Solo. I think that he did a very good job at mimicking Solo's mannerisms. And same thing for Donald Glover with Lando's mannerisms. And there's parts where they speak, and I literally think it's the original actors that are saying their lines. Um, and I get confused for a second, and then I realize, oh, no, these are two completely different people. And one of my favorite moments with Solo is at the end when he sees Lando and he says, I should have Chewie rip your arms off and he's yelling at Lando. It sounds almost exactly like Harrison Ford speaking as Solo the way that he would talk to Lando or to someone that just like backstabbed them or anything. And it's it's uncanny. So I think I have to really take my hats off to the actors that portray these characters in this movie because it can't be easy to follow up a performance of another actor and and you're supposed to be that same character, not like a reimagining or a redo. No, you're a younger version of this already established character that has been played to, um, to the point of being iconic from another actor. That can't be easy. And I think that they these two actors specifically fill those shoes nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Just so spot on. The first time I watched it, I was like, wow, he is just like Harrison Ford. And like, I didn't really know um, who Donald Glover was at that time when I watched it the first time. And then like later on, I watched Community, which is, um, you know, what he he was also in. And now that I like am watching it, it again, I could see like how perfect that casting was. For them to take yeah. Donald Glover and make him be Lando. So good. The casting is just really good. And, like, even having, um, I forget her name, um, Emile Clark. Emilia Clark. Clark. Um, she really holds her own being in a world of characters that already exist. Yeah. So, it's, and, and, um, Beckett as well. Exactly. No, absolutely. So, is there anything else that you wanted to bring up real quick before we uh, close out here? Uh, no, just that I really like L3 being the sassy robot. I think that um, she's definitely one of my favorite robots in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> this is a good question. Um, if you can think about it quickly, um, we'll, we'll answer it here. But what's your favorite droid? Oh, come on. That's... It obviously it has to be R two because R two is the OG sassy robot. Everyone <laughs> takes after R two, so but L three does a really good job being sassy, like R two. Yeah, I I agree. I like I think I like uh, Chopper from Star Wars Rebels a lot. Chopper is another sassy uh, a sassy astromech droid. Um, but yeah, we can talk more about that later. Either way. Um, what did you guys think about Solo? Did you guys see it? Um, did you enjoy it? Did you think that, did you like it like us? Or did you think that it, did you suffer from Star Wars fatigue and you didn't see it at all at the time? Uh, regardless, whatever you thought, comment below, let us know. And while you're down there, if you give us a like, share, and subscribe. If you don't though, I've been Chris and this has been Cheryl and we will see you all next time. Okay. Wow, right. we went, uh, so we thought we were going to be like 32 minutes, but we went 33 minutes. <laughs> and now One this is officially the longest video we have ever done. I actually don't think so. If you look at our Rogue One video. I think our Rogue One video is 37 minutes. 37?
Yeah. No. I checked the other day. <gasps> we did. Our Rogue One video is 37 minutes. No way we talked that long. We literally talked more after we cut the video. Oh, we literally, that's also one of our longest streams. Oh, did we do that by accident? Do what by accident? We talked, we recorded more after the video? No, 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 we didn't record more. We recorded, <laughs> we recorded the video for up to 37 minutes. And then once we were done, we still talked for an extra like 40 minutes about Star Wars. Oh yeah, during the, um, during the uh, stream. Yeah, during the stream. Yeah, so Rogue One, when we talk about Star Wars, those are always our longest videos. That's what it's seeming, but Rogue One yeah. is our longest video to date. Especially when we like the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Um, what was the name of the droid in Rogue One? Because he's also up there as one of my favorites. K3. No, K2. K3. No, K2. 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 Okay. K9. K2, I really like K2. <laughs> K2 is a really cool droid. Yeah. No, definitely. I, I He's definitely up there. Um, he's not... I wouldn't say sassy. He's not really sassy. He's practical. He's like C-3PO. He's kind of like a he's dangerous C-3PO. A dangerous 3PO. <laughs> Human cyborg relations. Um, I can't see where the heck is Rogue One. <laughs> it should be not it should be near the top, but not at the very top. Well, I'm looking in our um in in like my actual files <laughs> and I can't see it. Oh, then I can't help you there. If you looked on YouTube, it's organized by date. Did I delete it? <gasps> oh, here it is. It's... Oh! 36 minutes and 38 seconds. You're right. Alright. Yeah. Well, how did, how did we let that fly by? <laughs> I mean, we were having too much fun. Right. Oh, we got, we're think... probably just like, who cares? Let's just do it. Right, and we're like, we still want to say these other things for the actual video, so we don't want to cut it off here. Um, but it goes to show you that we had a lot to say because even after we cut off the video, remember, we still talked for an extra 40 minutes at least mm -hmm. um, about Star Wars. So we just, we have a lot to say when it comes to this to topic. I would definitely say that Rogue One, I still like Rogue One more than I like Solo, even though mm -hmm. it had problems. Um, and, and things that we would have wanted to change. Um, it's just more impressive. It's more, um, uh, like, gets you to feel things, I guess you could say. It's I, it's striking. Solo, yeah. Solo is fun. It's just for fun. It's like, it's an adventure. It's, it's not, it's not serious. Um, it's just. It also thing. doesn't really stand out when it comes to cinematography or anything. I mean, it yeah. it, it, it looks normal. It passes. Um, it's a movie. It's a cookie cutter. Rogue One, Rogue One differentiates itself from other Star Wars films by actually by actively looking different. Mm -hmm. And I think that that works towards its favor as well. And that's why I sometimes wonder, like, so like Solo is a little cookie cutter um, and safe. Mm -hmm. And maybe because of that, that's why it's, you know, it's fun and it's there's nothing really wrong with it. But like you said, there's nothing to really separate it from. It's not there's nothing to really make it special in the mm -hmm. Star Wars line. 
it's i mean it's very detailed but you're right it's it is safe they did a really good job with detailing it and making it fun and interesting and stuff like that but rogue one is like this heavy massive art piece that is risky and you know it it holds on its own for being a story about characters that we had never seen before and never heard of before like it's just a one-off pops right in it still fits into the puzzle of the star wars universe yep and it's like an important story to tell it's it feels like history yeah even though solo is literally history of the Mm -hmm. characters um it just it's like you said it's stuff we didn't need to know and i guess rogue one is also stuff that we didn't really need to know but it's like it's nice to know (laughs) yeah and it feels good like the thing if i i I mean i have to think about this um more but off the cusp if i i'm searching my internal feelings I really feel like Revenge of the Sith and Rogue One are in my top five Star Wars films of all time. And I think that they're there because they are films that you cannot make without already having an established story to go along with it. Because both Revenge of the Sith and Rogue One are essentially movies where the villain wins. And you can't do movies like that without it being part of something bigger, without there being some type of sequel. But like, because you, if you, can you imagine if we got Star Wars in chronological order, and we got Revenge of the Sith, and then Star Wars was just done, like for years, and we never, and we didn't get a sequel, and you're just like, that's the end. People would have been pissed. Um, and I think that's the reason why people like Empire Strikes Back as well, because it can be more interesting when our heroes lose, and when the galaxy is put into turmoil. Um, and so, but you can't tell that story unless it exists within a greater framework where you know and people know that there's a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. It's definitely, like, it feels like a piece of something. Mm-hmm. But it, it's still also something that could stand alone, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So... <laughs> I mean, man, like we've talked about, we've talked about like the Star Wars movies we wanted to talk about. Like, there's only two Star Wars stories as far as Solo and Rogue One, and then we talked about um, Episode Seven just because we wanted to talk about something we didn't like that much. Uh, do we? Do we maybe want to consider in the future talking about more Star Wars movies? Probably. I mean, the least we could do is. Um... Phantom Menace and A New Hope. Yeah, true. Everyone talks about um, A New Hope. I've seen that movie so many what? times. I said everyone can talk about A New Hope. <laughs> true. I I personally am excited. I'd be excited to talk about A Phantom Menace, uh, The Phantom Menace, because that's another polarizing Star Wars film that a lot of people didn't you, like. Sorio, but, uh, you did not just do a Star Trek reference in the middle of a Star Wars conversation. Who said that? Sorio. Make it so. Oh, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't do Star Trek. I is that a Star Trek reference? <laughs> yes, it is. Is that like is that T T N G or mm-hmm. is that like original OG? T N G. 
Interesting. I've seen the next generation. Is that what uh, the Captain Kirk, not Captain Kirk, uh, Captain um, Picard says to? <laughs> is that what Picard says to uh, yes. number one? Make it so. Yes, he says it to everyone. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's Dumbledore. Okay, stop! 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 <laughs> Harry Potter's one we got to do in the future too at some point, but it's oh, hard to watch apart. Harry Potter. Rip that apart. <laughs> It's hard to find Harry Potter, though. Like, Harry Potter's not on anything. Oh, really? Yeah. I I thought it would be on HBO Max, but there's some weird deal where they can't have Harry Potter on during um, holiday seasons um, because there's some type of deal with networks and stuff. So it doesn't look like anytime soon we'll get Harry Potter on HBO Max, which is unfortunate because I really want to rewatch that entire, like, eight films. We could probably um, watch it from places we're not supposed to. <laughs> yeah, we don't see that. We're on stream. <laughs> we can figure something out. Um, but yeah, no, it's. Uh, I really, I, I enjoy us talking about Star Wars. I maybe eventually we we'll work our way through everything, including the the last two bad movies, but. Um, one thing for us to consider is like we were saying like doing like the first episodes of stuff and you know uh star wars the bad batch i think is going to be one going to be the first new star wars um television show that we're going to get out of the new like batch mm-hmm. of films uh, uh or of television shows so maybe we can talk about like the first episode of the bad batch when that comes out that's true yes we were discussing um doing doing um the first episode of some of the series just because we think that it's worth talking about but i know what i want to do i want you to watch the clone wars at least and I want us to be able to talk about right. what you think about the Clone Wars after you finished the Clone Wars. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because it, it's hard because I I know you bring up Clone Wars a lot when we talk about Star Wars. And I'm just like, oh, I'm not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> I can't participate in this conversation. It's okay, because you'll get there. It's, it's more important that you see Star Wars, um, Clone Wars than Rebels. Rebels is also mm-hmm. important, but... Uh, Clone Wars is more important. That's more. There's more lore um, within Clone Wars itself, and when you can, and when you do finally finish Clone Wars season seven, that's a conversation I really want to have with you because I want to know how you feel emotionally reaching the end of that show after going on this journey with all these characters. Um, and I want to argue. I want to make the argument that you might want to finish the Clone Wars uh, television show before you watch the Bad Batch. Probably, because I know that I didn't get a lot of references in Mandalorian because I didn't watch Clone Wars. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of references in Mandalorian. Um, One kind of cool, another cool thing in this movie, like, once again, they're just throwing information out because they don't care if you know. They just want you to, they just, like, this is for the fans. When Darth Maul says, come to me on Dathomir. Like, they haven't said Dathomir at all in this entire thing. You don't know who Dath- where Dathomir is, but we know where Dathomir is, and you know where Dathomir is now because you played the the um, Jedi Fallen Order. So everyone knows that Dathomir is Darth Maul's, ho- Darth Maul's home world. So it's just like, oh, shit, Darth Maul's just chilling on his home planet. Let's go. 
It's just, it's just cool. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. These guys are just making... Are they just making Star Trek references? They're just mixing up Star Wars and Star Trek to make me angry. Where's my god voice? Yeah. <laughs> How do I turn that god Voyager, voice back Star Wars on? Voyager. <laughs> oh, man. Deep Space Wars. <laughs> that just that reminds me of um, the time we were saying that we should make our own Star Wars movies, but we'll call it War of the Stars. Yeah. <laughs> A knockoff. <laughs> exactly, right? Oh, man. Starring Han Solo. <laughs> Han. Han. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, I'm pretty sure we haven't eaten. I know I haven't eaten. I'm pretty sure you haven't eaten. I haven't eaten. <laughs> so it's a, it's a, it's 830. It's a little bit past 830 now. We should get ready. We should probably get ready to call the stream. But this has been a good stream. Like, how long have we been going? For like um, um, two, two and a half hours? Yeah, because we were having audio problems, so we had to start right. over. But that isn't, it wasn't our fault for once. Um, and it looks like whatever we did, uh, we didn't have any issues with the stream itself. Like, uh, it sounded like people were able to respond to us in real time, so our stream wasn't they wasn't lagging so far um, ahead of everybody else. And we didn't have any issues of freezing um, or the thing acting up. So it looks like we might have found a little bit more stability, That minus that sound thing that we got earlier. Maybe we should do space balls. <laughs> yeah, right? All right, Shaker Man, thanks for the lurk. We're about to uh, call in a minute anyway. We appreciate you coming through and hanging. And thank you, Sorio, for setting a weekly reminder. See, you don't worry, though. It's going to get, it's going to become a part of your daily routine because you're going to remember to come in on Mondays to watch us stream, and you're going to remember to come in on Fridays to mess with me when I stream on Fridays. So it's all good. You'll get there. Wait, you stream on Friday? Oh, your stream that I don't watch. Yeah, my personal stream <laughs> that, you that I don't watch. watch. It's okay. I don't hold it against I you. I can turn it like on. It. You already have your 50 people. You don't need me. <laughs> I mean, you know, you always just come through and just say hi and, you know, make some friends. We got okay. some pretty cool people to come all through right. and hang out all on right. the chat. All right. You know, you just invited another person to harass you. <laughs> no, I, I can only just show up. We got enough. Of, we got enough people that come to come by the stream. Oh, my peoples! Like, that's where it's at. Got it. <laughs> even Sorio comes through and she chills on the stream, and she's made friends with the other people that give me shit too. Cool, cool. Oh, yes, you can also force me to compliment you. Yo, yo, that one girl. Tomorrow, I'm playing Overwatch tomorrow. <laughs> I'll get you your five golds. <laughs> Why does it feel like you are a like um, a mob boss that's coming to collect, and you're just like, "Yo, where my five golds though? You owe me five golds, and I'm and interest is accruing." I feel like you're about to like try to make me go swim with the fishes soon, which is fish, by the way. Fishes is not proper English. Oh my gosh, you didn't just. <laughs> I mean, I, I got to make sure people know that I, I know what I'm talking about. I'm a writer. Okay. Oh, you are? Don't make me. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> hey, Mr. Caboose. <laughs> I 
look, every week I'm trying. Every week I'm trying that one girl. Like I said, I got three. But then, like you said, three is not five. I'm doing my best, though. I'm doing my best. <laughs> just need some time. Wow. <laughs> this really does sound like a mafia thing. <laughs> it's the huts. You got to be like, I'll give you double. Like, like, I'll, I'll get you, you ten <laughs> Just give me some time. <laughs> oh man! But yes, Sor like what Sorio said in the chat. If you come through the stream, you can get me to compliment you. Okay. So, <laughs> I usually so I usually stream on uh, Tuesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. So I stream three days out of the week. I might start doing streams on Thursdays as well. But yeah, usually Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday. So this is why you're too busy to do C3 film stuff. I mean, I do C3 film stuff every Monday. You, The only reason I'm still here, you lucky that me and uh, Caboose, we finished our Doki Doki stream. Otherwise, <laughs> I would have to run away. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. I was like, oh, yeah, we can just take our time now. Except for, I like having a deadline because... <laughs> I want to go eat. Definitely <laughs> I mean, deadline is fine, but it's also fun to just hang out. It is fun to hang out. With no, Chris can't run away from me now. <laughs> yo, sorry, yo. No, you don't. You don't need that. You don't need that emote. <laughs> like you can't run anymore without kneecaps. <laughs> You're gonna be her virtual prisoner. I know. I got to start playing some games that she wants me to play. Don't worry. She missed me playing Little Nightmares. She would have liked that, but I'll probably play Little Nightmares too, so you can watch me scream and get freaked out when I play that game eventually. Uh oh, no one wants to hear that. <laughs> I definitely don't. I I keep telling Mr. Gaboose to give you less parts. Oh, oh! Now all the parts are gone. So <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness. No oh, man, don't worry, Caboose. No one can get sick of you. Um, we got We're gonna have to figure out another game for us to play soon, but we'll figure it out in the future. And just so you know, Cheryl, one of the people that came by Caboose's stream—I forget—I forget their name. Um, they actually. Oh no, I remember their name. They actually said that Chris is good at this voice acting thing. You should recruit him more often. And that made me feel very good. I'll have you know, I felt very good about myself that day. I need proof. Um, otherwise, I don't believe it happened. You you really going to make me go and go through all these VODs to find the one moment that someone said that so I can show it to you so that you could be nice to me about this. Well, I don't think I'll ever be nice to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go look for it. <laughs> Quite frankly. Oh. <laughs> Maybe that one girl can help you <laughs> so that you have time to give her the gold that you owe her. <laughs> that one girl just sees me as a slacker. She's just like, yo, you just, she's like, you stay slacking, boy. You better get your butt up. Do some work. <laughs> give me them goals, goddammit. Don't <laughs> yourself. Oh, my. Oh, man. Yeah, man, I'm going to be a voice actor now. I'm changing career paths, y'all. I'm a voice actor now. Professional voice actor. <laughs> okay, real See quick. Because we're 
gonna, probably gonna um, bounce soon. So let me just tell everyone what we're gonna do next week. Um, next week we are going to do a kind of comparison show about um, the worst pirates and the best pirates. So it's gonna be Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl versus Pirates of the Caribbean. I, I never remember because it's so bad. I just don't really give a fuck what the name of it is. On Stranger Tides. Tides. The bad one. The fourth movie. (laughs) You would think I would remember because I'm such a pirate fan, but like that was just, I just pretend it doesn't exist. Well, I get why you you pretend for that one because you hate that one. (laughs) So that's what we're doing next week. And technically, it's going to be our season finale for season one. And it's going to be our last stream of the season. Although we're going to drop in um, two weeks after that so that we can throw in Mortal Kombat. And then we're going to continue our vacation until we start season two. But we'll inform you about that later. But just so you know, next week is going to be our season finale. And we're going to have a whole big pirate shebang because that is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> if you don't consider purple, I guess I don't know or E or I just have too many things to love. <laughs> I think I have to watch Stranger Tides first, so that I can end by watching um, Curse of the Pla- of the Black Pearl and be happy. I, so I, I think that's all. I don't even want to watch Stranger Tides. I just want to go off memory and be like, yeah, oh yeah, that was bad. <laughs> You know you don't remember that movie that well. I mean, all I remember is, oh, what, Penelope Cruz yeah. in that movie? And yeah. that's it. And she's like the, oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, I won't talk about it. But I remember, um, I, I remember things is bad. Yeah. It's well, bad. I'll watch that one first, and then I'm going to end with the Black Pearl, because Black Pearl is awesome. The movie so I'm, look, I'm really it all. <laughs> yeah, man. And the music, though. Oh, I mean, oh, okay. I'm getting excited. I know. Like, I keep like we keep almost like we actually started talking about it, and then I was like, wait, 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 why are we talking about this? We can't talk about this right now for like a good like half hour. We were talking about pirates, and I was like, wait, wait, right? We have to save this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. So yeah, let's um, let's go ahead and wrap it up here. But uh, that's what's going to be up. Um, thank you guys, as always, for coming in through and chilling. Um, it's always more fun when you guys are here, even if you guys are giving me a hard time or whatnot. I absolutely love every single one of you guys being here, and me and Cheryl both appreciate it. You guys make it so that when we do do this, it it doesn't feel like work. It really feels like us hanging out and having a good time. So, and at the same time, we get to do this thing that we love to do, which is talk about movies and then put it on YouTube and Facebook for other people to see. So and it's just nice to have other people to talk to other than Chris, because that's just, it's like a weight off of my shoulders just to have the support that you guys bring me in this weekly. I'll take it. Fine. <laughs> if anything, show up every week just so that you can, not have Cheryl be alone with alone with me. There you go. Fine. <laughs> Come here for Cheryl. Do 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 do. 
Oh, man. All right. Thank you guys again. We really appreciate you. We'll be back next week. And then the week after, we're not going to be. We're going to take that week off. But we'll be back next week for Pirates. So come through, hang out with us. Um, You don't need to see you on Stranger Tides. And I'm sure most of you have seen Curse of the Black Pearl. So it's one of Cheryl's favorite movies, favorite franchises. Um, And so if you you see how we nerd out with Star Wars, it'll be the same thing with uh, Pirates. So we'll, we'll, we'll have fun. We'll we'll find something some way to really have fun for our, our last stream for our season. It's like we've done about twenty three episodes. Uh, would have I think that'd be episode twenty two. We've done like twenty two episodes of this show, um, but thirty something episodes total. If you because we do an open discussion and it wasn't that good, so we've done we've done a lot. And so we're gonna just kind of take some time to really just celebrate that accomplishment. We've been doing this since November, so it's really cool. Couldn't do it without her. Absolutely. Could Straight totally up. do it without you. Yeah, that's probably true. But thanks for being here. <laughs> but you wouldn't have as much of a good time. <laughs> All right, then, Cheryl. Um, that's it for me. If you have, uh, if you have anything else, go ahead and say it. But if not, take us to the lobby. No, nope, we'll see you.